Revelations 1, verses 12 to 18. I turned around to see the voice that was speaking to me. And, and when I turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. And among the lampstands was someone like a son of man, dressed in a robe, reaching down to his feet, and with a golden sash round his chest. The hair on his head was white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like blazing fire. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace, and his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand he held seven stars, and coming out of his mouth was a sharp double-edged sword. His face was like the sun shining in all its brilliance. When I saw him, I fell at his feet, as though dead. Then he placed his right hand on me and said, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead, and now look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and hates. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. What an excellent reading. Thank you very much, Joshua. So we're thinking about, we're thanking God that he is forever. But I want you to see that in the Bible so you can think how brilliant it is to trust in Jesus forever and ever. Who's that snoring? Good, this is exciting. So question one, what was the most exciting thing about Jesus? Did you have something that was good? Do you want to whisper it? He's sleeping. He's sleeping at the minute. Sort of. He's actually always awake and always with us. So here's, here's, the, oh, here's the verse again. Let me read it for you. I turned round to see a voice that was speaking to me. And when I turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. And among the lampstands was someone like a son of man, dressed in a robe, reaching down to his feet with a golden sash around his chest. The hair on his head was white like wool, as white as snow. His eyes were like blazing fire. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace, and his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand he held seven stars, and coming out of his mouth was a sharp double-edged sword, and his face was like the sun shining in all its brilliance. What? What was your best bit? What have you got, Josh? What did you like? That's amazing. What do you think that's about, Josh? You got any ideas? He's massive. He's got all these stars in his hands. What? It's the guy that made the whole universe. Great exposition. Anyone else? What, anyone else have a favourite bit? What was your favourite bit? A wolf. A wolf. A wolf's are brilliant. It is true. And actually, if they were here, I think uh, even a wolf would be a little bit intimidated by this person, wouldn't yeah. they? It's a good one. Hugh, have you got one? The double-edged sword coming out of his mouth. What is going on there? I don't think Jesus actually has a sword coming out of his mouth, but it means that what he says cuts right the way through to our hearts. So when he says, actually, do you know what? In your heart, you do often think quite bad things. You think, yeah, he does. That's right. But he also cuts the other way, which is he says, but do you know, I love you anyway. Yes, wow, Lord, that's amazing. It affects us. Did anyone else have a favourite bit about Jesus in that? Grown-ups, you're allowed to join in too. Did no one like his hair? 
Did no one like his hair? Do you like his hair? He's got hair that's white as wool. You like wolf hair? Do you know the bit on the front of a wolf? That is sometimes very white and fluffy, isn't it? And that is what Jesus' hair is like. And the idea is, is that he is very, very pure. What have you got there? Uh, you're going to read it in a minute. Can I, can I finish here and then you can read it in a minute? All right. That's good. So G- John falls on his face at Jesus' feet, presumably out of fear, because Jesus is so scary. But he puts a friendly hand on John's shoulder and he says, did anyone see what he says? That's our second question. What did he command, what did he command John not to do? Can we have that verse up? Here it goes. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. Because Jesus is so scary. Then he placed his right hand on me and he said, what was his command? Can anyone read it? No, he said, do not be afraid. We've got nothing to be afraid of this mighty, terrifying Jesus. One of the most common commands in the Bible. Isn't it great that we are with Jesus and we don't need to be afraid of him if we're his people? And nor do we need to be afraid of anything else. Because what can be greater than the person that holds the stars in his hand and has eyes that like fire and the face like the sun? We don't need to be afraid of anything else. If this Jesus is with us, who can be against us? Land or sea? God's with me. And here's the last question. What did Jesus say about himself? Should we read this last bit together here? We'll start with after do not be afraid. Let's read I. Okay, ready? I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead and now look. I am alive forever and ever. Let's stop there. So what does Jesus say about himself? Grown-ups, your turn. You've got to put your hand up, grown-ups. Everyone knows that. Put your hand up. Come on. Show. Thank you. Jesus is alive. And he was dead, wasn't he? But now he's alive today. And it means that he lives forever. He is forever. Jesus is always there and will always be there. He will not change. Not even death has managed to stop him or change him, has it? Look, this little bit of wool, have you noticed this bit of wool going across the room here? This little bit of wool is exactly like Jesus. Here it is. I have to bring this way. Can you see where this bit of wool goes? Can you see where it goes? Look, it goes out there. Can you see where it goes out there? Where, someone over in the window. Neil, where's the string go there? Yeah. And it's going over the fence. And then look, up here, you can't see, but it goes out the window that way. Now, I want you to imagine that this bit of string, it goes that way, all the way up to Chesham Boys, up the hill, past the Biller's house. It goes to Amersham. It gets on the Metropolitan Line. It goes all the way to London. It even goes through Chelsea and over the river, and it goes down over through London to the coast, and it gets to France, and it gets to the Alps, and then it goes on to South Africa, where someone's going quite soon. And then it keeps going off the planet, past the moon, and it just keeps going. And then that way, it goes all the way... At, what's up there? Uh, it goes up the hill, past our place. It even goes down the road that is shut. 
And it doesn't even mind the three-way traffic lights. And it keeps going to Berkhamsted, and then it gets to, what, Northampton and Milton Keynes, and then it goes to who knows what's beyond there. <laughs> no one knows. It just goes on forever and ever. There, that's a train, that's brilliant. So this is just like Jesus. It is an endless, endless piece of wool. It goes on forever. It doesn't matter where you are on the piece of wool, it's the same. It doesn't matter whether you're in Northampton or whether you're in South Africa. It's exactly the same. Uh, and this endless piece of work, it has no start, it has no end. It never changes, no matter where you are on the line. And that's what God's like. But amazingly, he's perfect no matter where you are, isn't he? It's the same God. He's just, he punishes sin. He's loving because he dies for us. Uh, he's trustworthy because he promised and he did the hardest thing to defeat death and rise again. He's powerful because he rose from the dead. He's all these things we see in Revelation, isn't he? He's perfect and he's forever and always perfect. So Jesus is not like you and I and he's not like a donut. How's up if you like donuts? Do you know, I love, I love donuts. But there is one thing that I do not like about donuts. Do you know what it is? Can you think of the one thing that I don't like about donuts? No. No. I love the trigger. What do I not like? This is a mistake. What do I not like about donuts? No, I'm not done. What do I not like about donuts? I, what I don't like about donuts is they run out. They are not forever. That was a terrible idea. I'm so sorry. About that. But that is not like Jesus. Jesus is forever. Now, the thing is, is there's many other things in the world that are not forever like donuts. So here might be, I don't know, what runs out in the world. Maybe money. Money runs out, doesn't it? It's not forever. You can't take it with you when you die. So look, I'll just put that on there. Or maybe here's another one. Maybe um, our sporting ability or our health. That runs out too, doesn't it? Uh, that doesn't last forever. Can someone think of something else that runs uh, forever? Because I can't remember what my third one was going to be. Um, maybe it might be someone you really, really love. But you know what? They don't last forever, do they? That runs out. It does run out. So the question is, is what will we want to trust in? And I think what you want to trust in is you want to attach your life to Jesus. Because if you're attached to Jesus, then you will last forever with him. No, thank you. You will last forever with him. But look, if you attach your life to money, that's, that doesn't somehow look quite so good, does it? Do you see? I see? This is the wonderful thing about having a God who is forever, is that we, he has deliberately died so that we can, and risen again, so that we can be joined to him and we can live forever. Isn't that cool? Thank God for that. 
So you've probably got a peg under your seat. So why don't you get it up? You might have to share with the person next to you. Put your name on it. And if you're someone who wants to be attached to Jesus forever and ever, you can come forward and put your name on the, on the string. And we'll hope it doesn't fall down. Alex, how are you doing? Which is good. You're doing a great job here, darling. You're doing a really good job. Have you found a peg? Look, under there. See if you can go find a peg. Is there one under there? Oh, so you hold that on some time. Okay. So, God gave us good things like money and relationship and health for us to enjoy. And they're good things. But they don't, they don't last forever. And so they will let us down. But... Jesus, unlike this fishing line here, will never let us down. He will always be with us. And look at this. The thing is, is that in our life, you might find that something happens that actually beats you up terribly. My life is actually pretty hard. And that might really weigh you down. But the good news is, is those things are... Oh, look, here's another one. We could do another one. This might be, I don't know, you're, you're, you're in the hot water, maybe. Um, yes, actually, you want? Excuse me. Yeah. When the hot water goes down, yeah. and then That's it. You might be cooking in the hot water. But look at this. What is good news is, is these things don't last forever either. <coughs> Only Jesus lasts forever. So eventually, they will not... They will not be with you forever, but we will always be with Jesus forever and ever and ever. Thanks so much, buddy. Can you get that one as well? Good on you. Isn't that great? How good, what good news, what a good God, that if we are held on to by Jesus, then we, we will last forever. And we Thanks, mate, on that. will go. <laughs> Brilliant. So what we want to do is... There is only one person and one thing worth trusting with our whole life because there's only one personal thing that lasts forever, and that is Jesus. How good is that? Bats love caves? Brilliant. When Jesus died, yes. And then he rose and he rose again. Brilliant, you've got it. Fantastic. Uh, and we know Christians, don't we, like Nigel, who clung to the Lord and that he is now living forever in heaven. And whilst we might be separated from a time for them, we know that they will last forever just like we will with them. Isn't that a great comfort? So thank God for Jesus that he is forever. Let's put our trust in him.